Welcome back to the Raider Nation podcast. On this week's episode, we sit down with head football coach Baker Woodward to talk about his team's big win last week at home against Deerfield Windsor and what they're going to have to do to keep that momentum going and get a win this Friday night against Mount DeSales. And we are back here on the Raider Nation podcast. And of course, we are joined as always by Raider football coach Baker Woodward. Coach, you guys get your home opener win, a big win last week over Deerfield Windsor. So if you can just recap that game for us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first off, it was just a great atmosphere for high school football. We had uh, our Raider walk and we probably had, you know, well over a thousand people, at least in the stands, really in pregame uh, because we had our, our third grade flag, our fourth grade flag, our, our eight and under tackle team, fifth through eighth grade teams, all the cheerleaders. So all their parents were there in the stands. And so it just made for a great home crowd. And, uh, you know, our boys didn't disappoint. They came out and played really well on offense, um, you know, scored a lot of points. You know, I was, uh, you know, a little displeased on, on the one turnover and, and several penalties offensively. Um, but other than that, you know, I still got to take into account that we are a young football team. We're going to make some mistakes, and I think you'll you'll see us respond better offensively this week. And defensively, um, you really couldn't have played better. Uh, of course, Deerfield Windsor is not the, the, the best team. Um, however, you know, in their first four games of the season, they had not been shut out. So it was good for our team um, to, to get a shutout against Deerfield Windsor that, you know, you know, four other teams could not do. And so Deerfield Windsor, despite them not being the, the absolute best team, they are pretty decent offensively with their quarterback. They have scored some points this year. So very proud of just the offense, defense, special teams, and of our coaching staff. Uh, had a great game plan for Deerfield Windsor, but um, definitely special to have the, the cheerleaders, the, the band, everybody in the same place at Pooler Stadium and the Raider faithful cheering us on. It was just a really good night for high school football, good night for Raider football. All right, Coach, and before we move on, we'll just talk a little bit more about maybe this game uh, specifically. You know, you guys, like you've mentioned before in this podcast, have what a lot of people would say is one of the most talented defensive groups we've had at this school in a while. And you guys finally, you got that shutout this past Friday. How do you go from a game against John Millage where – you know, it got competitive in the second part of the game, but the scoreboard doesn't necessarily reflect that stout defense that you'd kind of been hoping to see. And then you turn around one week later and make a complete 180 and get a shutout. What What's it like to or what does it take to keep the guys mindset going so where they know that they're an elite defense and they can come out and put up a performance like they did against Deerfield Windsor at home last Friday? Well, you know, uh, the the kids these days um i don't want to necessarily say that they're completely different but they are uh they have a lot more distractions than we had when when i was growing up and especially then then you know older people when they grow up they had you know these guys have a lot more distractions so i think you know the answer to that question is you, you gotta figure out how to coach team you know things that you i didn't have to do uh many years ago when i first started coaching you know that everybody knew what the importance of a team was you know and in today's world um it's a lot of individuals and you know the thing about um today's world they got social media it's just instant gratification you put something up put your highlight film and all of a sudden you got a thousand views so it's instant you know part of being a team is not instant you know part of being a team is is, is buying into the team and not worried about who gets it done but but getting it done whoever 
whoever makes a good play, that's great. But the problem, you know, the main thing is everybody does their job and you celebrate when one person makes a good play, just like everybody made a good play. And so I think, you know, one of the, one of the kind of the big problems is, you know, we have a great defense. There are a lot of great individuals, um, but we are not coming together at first, we're not coming together as a team. And so, you know, this past week before Deerfield Windsor, you know, we we harped on being a team. You know, one person makes a mistake, we all make a mistake. One person does good, we all do good. And and we even had you know, our pregame devotion by, by Jamie Bopp was about the importance of being a team. You know, and we're all you're all one body, we're all one heartbeat, and we've got to we gotta be the same. And so, you know, our defense is, is plenty talented. Um, you know, our offense is plenty talented, but until we until we start playing as a team, it's not gonna matter. And you know, that's that's what we've been preaching to them and and we have to be purposeful in our coaching. You know, and, you know, back in the day I think it was like, Oh yeah, team first, you know, me second. But now um the world is kind of teaching us to be individuals and, and, and um, and that's that's not what we're about here at Savannah Christian. We want to be we want to be a team, and we want to do the best that we possibly can do. And so I think our guys really bought into it. Um, you know, they were upset about the John Millage loss, and and they knew that we could be better. And you know, I saw, I heard a lot of encouraging uh, talk from our players. I mean, we made a mistake at at um, you know the the uh, Deerfield Windsor game, and I heard our defense like you know picking our offense up. You know, and defense might have gave up a big play. I heard our offense picking them up. And so we're starting to get it, but we've got to be more purposeful as our, as a coaching staff um, to, to preach uh, the positives of being a team. Um, doesn't matter who gets, gets it done. It matters that we get it done. And so um, our defense is talented, our offensive talented, our, our team is talented, uh, but we won't see that full um, potential until we are uh, united. We're one team. And uh, hopefully we're going to see that Friday night uh, against Mount Sales. Coach, switching gears a little bit before we get into that Mount Sales game, you mentioned at this home football game this past week you had a Raiders of all ages. You know, you had the cheerleaders and the flag teams, and you know some Pooler Pirates uh, players, and then some of our middle school players and teams, of course. So if you could kind of give us a, a bit of a rundown on what the rest of the football program has looked like so far, all the way from, you know, our youngest ages to maybe our, our JV, who we don't talk a ton about on this show. Um, just kind of give us a quick rundown of, you know, the rest, the state of the rest of the Raider football program that, you know, doesn't necessarily get all the attention on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now, um, it's just a good time to be a Raider. I mean, it's, uh, we have a lot of things going on. In fact, today, I mean, we have so much going on uh, with Raider football. I mean, we start with our third grade flag. You know, our third grade flag, they play in a, a fourth grade dominated division. But we end up putting two teams in there. We, we we have an A and a B team. Our A team is the fourth grade. And then our B team is the uh, SCPS2 is what they're called. And they're um, the third grade team. And, and they've done a great job. James O'Shea um, coaches that. And they got about nine third graders, and everybody else has a lot more players. But I mean, they scored 22 points in their first game, so they were excited about it. And then our fourth grade, our fourth grade team is undefeated uh, flag team. That's Brent Bazemore coaches that, and he does uh, he does a good job with those guys. They played in the league last year as third graders, and this year they're back as fourth graders, and they are they're undefeated right now. Um, they've come off three big wins, so they're excited about that. And we also have a uh, eight and under tackle team that we. You know, it's about 19 
SCPS players. They play through the Pooler Packer organization, and uh, you know, so they they come together and they have their first game this evening against the Garden City Eagles, and so they're doing good. They had a little scrimmage against the other eight and under, but um, Tony Davis, uh, a couple other dads coach that, and they're they're doing great. My you know my son Ford Woodward, he's on that team, so he's he's playing uh, offensive tackle and, and defensive end, and you know just glad he likes football. And then our fifth and sixth grade. Uh, Eddie Wilson coaches our fifth and sixth grade and several other uh, guys that are doing a phenomenal job. I think they're um, two and two right now. Um, they've, you know, they got a game tonight against the Spal uh, team and uh, they're just fighting hard. Um, you know, they, they lost early to Blessed Sacrament. Blessed Sacrament's got a talented team. They lost 28 to nothing, but bounced back two weeks later and lost by a touchdown to them. So every week they're improving in our seventh and eighth grade. Um, they're a very talented group. Uh, you know, just skilled players, offense, defensive line. I mean, it's going to be one of you know our best middle school teams. Um, they're they're undefeated right now, and I think Country Day on the other side's undefeated. So there's going to be a big showdown between those two. But couldn't be more proud of our our seventh and eighth grade. Ray Oreos, our our coach there, he's got a lot of experience um, coaching high school, and and we're fortunate enough to have him as as a middle school coach. And so he's doing doing a great job. And so you know, there's a lot more to it than just just varsity football and our jv um we started off slow we played benedictine's junior varsity team um and uh, we lost to their junior varsity team uh by a lot to a little but we bounced back and beat calvary 14 to 7 the next week and then uh jv's in action again today against calvary over at, at uh, on waters avenue and they're gonna They'll play Calvary, and then next week they'll go play Bryan County at Bryan County. So this will be the first year um, we'll we'll have a full JV schedule. You know, it's taken a long time, but we now got 50 guys on the team, and we have 26 JV players that are full. You know, pretty much almost full time JV. So they're going to be uh, they're going to be playing a full season. That has not happened. I don't know if it's ever happened here, but that has not happened since I've been here. So uh, we're excited about that, and then of course. Our varsity um, is doing well, and I'm looking forward to them. You know, just like we said, we got the most potential um, maybe that we've ever had here. It's just a matter of are we going to come pull it together and, and put the team first. Um, and then when we do that, we'll be hard to stop. Awesome, Coach. And now to wrap it all up, this week you guys hit the road again but you guys travel to take on Mount DeSales, uh, a team that you guys did uh, take care of business against last year. So if you could uh, just kind of give us a preview of that game and maybe the, all the things you guys are going to have to do right to come away with that W on Friday night when you hit the road again to take on Mount DeSales. Yeah, absolutely. Mount DeSales, a very talented group. The exact same team that they had last year will be going there and facing them they were young last year uh young kind of an inexperienced team uh this year they're a year older uh, and they've got the most talented quarterback one of the most talented running quarterbacks in the state of georgia i think he's third all-time rushing right now number seven um just a, a phenomenal uh quarterback a phenomenal athlete and you know the key to victory for us is we have got to stop him if we stop number seven defensively and we cause uh at least one if not two turnovers uh then i feel really confident that we can stop mount to sales offensively we cannot have a single turnover um friday night and expect to win we can't turn the ball over we cannot have uh the penalties that we've had in the first few games and uh if we're if we're able to do that and run the ball effectively um 
then we'll be victorious in making Friday night. But those are our keys to victory, causing turnovers, stopping number seven, and holding on the ball on offense and establish a run game. Um, those are our keys to victory Friday night. Awesome. Coach, as always, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us here on the Raider Nation podcast. Thanks for having us. That'll do it for another edition of the Raider Nation podcast. We want to thank our sponsors, Grassy Roofing and Faden of Pooler. We also want to remind you that you can keep up with all things Raider Athletics by following SCPS Athletics on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And you can get tickets to any home sporting event at SCPS by going to GoFan.co and finding the SCPS page.